Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, this is Strange Jason from Six Foot Plus. You're listening to See You Next Wednesday from ModernSuperior.com. Welcome to episode 91 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on December 4th, 2013, mm. and my name is Dan Gorman. Two people can live as cheap as one if, if one of you doesn't eat. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Casey Lyons. Your Honor, this was an accident, plain and simple. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but case dismissed. <laughs> My name is Greg Lagro, and the space goes down, down, baby, down, down the road. <laughs> yeah. Sweet, sweet, baby, sweet, sweet. Don't let me go. Shimmy, shimmy, cocoa pop. Shimmy, 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 shimmy rock. Shimmy, shimmy, cocoa pop. Shimmy, shimmy, rock. Ice crumb Sunday. Vanilla on top. Ooh, Shalita walking down the street ten times a week. I meant it. I said it. I stole my mama's credit. I'm cool. I'm hot. Suck you in the stomach three more times. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Although you missed a line. What line? You didn't say nothing about no Triscuits. Yeah, I met a girlfriend Triscuit. She said a Triscuit a biscuit. Oh, I didn't hear it. Did I not say it? I, I didn't hear remember. no Triscuits. I don't know. I'm not sure. But uh, this is See You Next Wednesday. we got tons to talk about today. We uh, rolled last week for Nebraska for as the winner. And what was the loser? Uh, Netflix pick? Mm-mm. No. No. It was an equally excellent uh, uh, home film. front home front oh yeah, yeah i can't wait to hear about that. that yeah and uh they're gonna talk about the album i made them listen to we're gonna roll for next week we're gonna get into the airwolf corner and serial hero swap mm-hmm. but uh lots to talk about first <laughs> uh super off the top i'm gonna say thanks to jay kretz for writing another itunes review you are awesome and thanks to Courtney Small for tweeting at us about the weird baby in Twilight yeah. line last week. <laughs> he found that particularly funny, so thank you for reaching out. Yeah. And uh, more thanks. Thanks for everyone that came out to Video Vengeance on Sunday. Hell yeah. To watch Excellent USA. time. Mm-hmm. We ate a bunch of nachos, drank a bunch of beer, and yeah, watched and like the best movie ever. <laughs> fucking ridiculous movie. Yeah. That's um, a cool bar, too. Yeah. Kitsch at uh, Dufferin and Geary. Dufferin Geary. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even realize until I was leaving they have Street Fighter in the back. Yes. Video games. So awesome. good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was really fun. What did you, you guys had never seen Invasion USA. No. no. <laughs> and I don't know how. I know. Also because then I went home and had to read about it, and I, real, and I read that it, it's the, it was uh, MGM's second most uh, highest-selling 
uh, uh, videotape behind Gone with the Wind, was it? Which, yeah. What, that's insane. I know. Yeah. That's <laughs> Until amazing. 2007, that was the case. It, well, it's got Chuck I Norris know took the, you know, and what an armadillo. It. Yeah. <laughs> so it's got everything, any. Um, it's the, it doesn't seem like it's possible. I know. I mean, if you describe all the things that are in it. Yeah. Too good. It, it's a movie called Invasion USA. Yes. And that's basically the sum up of the movie yeah. too. It's like they fucking went to pitch and they were like, "Okay, some guys uh, invade the USA." Where oh, are they what guys? <laughs> just, a, just a bunch of guys. <laughs> just, I'm spitballing here. Just some yeah. guys. <laughs> and they're like, "Fuck the script. Yeah. Let's just go with that." They're like, "Some of them will be Soviet. Some of them not so much." Yeah. <laughs> There's going to be like two Asian guys. We don't know what who, where they're from. Yeah. Um, what a fucking great movie. Richard Lynch oh, in that movie is my favorite. One of my all time favorite villains. Uh, he oh, just yeah. eats that scenery up. He, oh my god! Yeah, and he has the best finishing move of any villain ever. Oh, <laughs> I loved it because was, the first time it happened, uh, there's a scene at the beginning of this movie where Richard Lynch is doing a drug deal, and there's a woman testing the cocaine, and then the two guys doing the drug deal get like really—it's uh, Richard Lynch and like another guy—and they get like really tense, and they're like, mm. "Thanks for." doing business with the other like yeah thanks and it looks like they're gonna like shake the hands but then richard lynch shoves the girl's head down on the uh oh, the while she's straw, and, go, and it goes right up into in her, her nose brain. into her brain and she's bleeding everywhere out of his straw so coming richard, out of her nose and then <laughs> and then richard lynch throws her out the window uh-huh. yeah but not before he grabs the other guy by his belt buckle and pulls his pants open and shoves his gun in there and just starts firing wildly yeah <laughs> I couldn't believe it. You, you, Just, you turned around to where I was standing. You were like, put your arms up in the air silently. They're like, what? <laughs> he got the hell out of that guy's dick. You'd think that in, in a movie, that would be the one time someone would get a dick shooting. No. Yeah. No, no. No. That was just the beginning of the oh, dick shooting When he pulled it out again, he grabbed that other guy who said something he didn't like. And he's like, well, time to stick my gun in your pants <laughs> and shoot your dick. Yeah. That's my thing. Oh, my God. It's, well, you got to have a thing. Yeah. yeah. How are people going to know it's you or take you seriously? Yeah, you know, because once you shoot two guys in the dick, yeah, in the pants, like in, the, in, the in pants. their own pants, yeah, he didn't yeah. even like aim at their dick <laughs> in, in the privacy of their own pants, <laughs> no less. <laughs> then you're like, well, I'm not gonna do cocaine with that guy. No, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna be mad at him. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna anyway. wear pants around no. him. <laughs> I didn't know. Try and shoot my dick off now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even wearing pants, yeah. idiot. <laughs> Yeah, I love that movie. Mm. It's, it's, it's so I have no good. idea what was going on at any given time. No, if anybody can, <laughs> if anybody can handwrite us a synopsis of what actually happens in this movie, I know because there are moments where Chuck Norris is arrested. Yes, for no reason. No, and then he's on the roof, and then he's and then he goes to the police station, and then he leaves. Yeah, he's on a roof yeah. across town with yeah. a bazooka. Yeah. <laughs> there, yeah, there's a lot of bazooka action in this movie. Mm-hmm. Way more bazooka action than you normally get no. from an action Like, movie. I feel like there were usually more bazookas one, than actual guns. Yeah, you get usually get one solid bazooka yeah. shot out of an 80s action movie. There's a bunch of them. Yeah. Uh, from there's a, a fucking bazooka face-off in yeah. this yeah. fucking thing. From a seemingly uh, automatic bazooka, because there's no reloading. No, 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 at all. You can fire several missiles. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, if you haven't seen this movie, it's directed by Joseph Zito. Oh, he did... Uh, Friday the 13th uh, part 4 the final chapter mm. and mm-hmm. uh, yeah it's wonderful I was saying to Casey afterwards yeah. for a movie that's like purports to be like Red Dawn like this could happen they're going to invade us uh, I was saying again to Casey I was like 
I feel like the people that made this movie, uh, Aaron Norris, Chuck Norris, and Joseph Zito, like hate America more than the terrorists in the movie. <laughs> because for a movie about people invading, like I know they're trying to make it like hard hitting and stuff, but they linger on the violence. Like yeah, they yeah. are getting pleasure it, from. It was definitely much more violent than a than the usual Chuck Norris movie. Yeah. And like more swearing and stuff like that. Generally, Chuck Morris movies are a lot of kicking, and the vehicles blow up as people jump mm-hmm. off. And kind yeah, of yeah, like, right. They they got a lot of A team action. Yeah, absolutely. Usually. Which is fine. Like you know the the missing in action movies and stuff. Like yeah. those, those are in Delta Force. They're great for what they are. But like this was this was a different chapter for Chuck, <laughs> and I would say the best. Yeah, I mean it didn't have any whispering in her monologue like, no, Octagon, like an Octagon, but <laughs> it's still. Uh, and it's everything you want out of an action movie. They're, uh, a totally ludicrous pop- plot. No character development. No. No character relationships of There's any kind. one <laughs> special character relationship in this movie, and that's it's... between Chuck Norris and an armadillo <laughs> that he thinks is dynamite. Oh, I oh. wish that it had been in the movie more. Almost. I know. Oh my god, are you kidding you me? When it's like armadillo everywhere. Yeah. When when he like <laughs> when the little armadillo is trying to get down the steps, and there's like just a sh- like a forty second shot of him of, falling. Of an armadillo trying to get down some steps but yeah. like comically not I'd, being able to. That, that's the thing though. That is the only moment in the entire movie that has anything that is resembling human emotion, emotion in yeah. a positive regard towards something. Yeah. There's is an armadillo knocks over milk and he's like <laughs> god damn it I love you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I love it because they sh- that shot that Casey's talking about of it trying to get down the stairs is a heartwarming shot. Like you're mm. like, damn, that armadillo is cute. It is cute but, as shit, but has nothing to do with no. Anyone. I know, but I love the idea of them like in the editing bay, like having. I just- feel like it was like we didn't kill the armadillo. Like you yeah, yeah, this explosion totally. But I just like that they're in this editing bay and like they just finished like editing the scene where some Americans get fucking killed and then everyone tramples their bodies and you see like insert shots of them getting like trampled mm-hmm. like horrifyingly and then they're like okay now we got to work on this armadillo scene like this is adorable we got to keep this in. yeah oh <laughs> uh, yeah just and there there is a um what I guess you would call the female lead. Sure. Yeah. The reporter or reporter photographer yeah. or just shrill woman <laughs> yeah. who sc- who shows up and screams hey, for hey, a while. Hey, hey, hey. Sometimes she has a really big belt. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. Yeah, and but she's that's really more of a character choice. Than she's at like true. every scene of the crime taking photos, and you're like, this is going to lead up to something and possibly a romantic subplot because she keeps calling uh, yeah. Chuck Norris cowboy. Yeah. Nope, they nope. never do anything together. Then, but, but then when she he does. She never does anything at all. But nope. then when he does like legit save her life, she's like. Fuck you, yeah. cowboy! And slaps him and is all like, "My dress is yellow." Yeah. Uh, uh, very weird. Yeah, I, I loved it. That movie's the best. It is so and, fucking um, entertaining. We will definitely be doing more video engines in the future. Yeah. So thank you to everyone that came out. Yeah, that was yeah, wicked. Next month we'll, or at the end of this. This is December now. Yeah. <laughs> at the um, end of this month, we'll do one. Yeah. Was one of the things that you wanted to talk about off the top, Greg? Uh, the movie you watched afterwards? Did you finish that? Shit no, I, okay. I, I I was so stuffed full of uh, nachos and Boddingtons that I started watching The Great shake Outdoors down. and fell asleep okay. immediately. Yeah. Was that yeah. the night I watched Great Outdoors? No, no, no I went shake home down. and watched Shakedown. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did fall asleep. Okay. But I woke up for the end. Well, the the, the roller coaster woke me up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty good movie, Shakedown. I like that movie. Yeah. <laughs> you meet like five minutes in, I'm like, right on. Yeah. Okay, you know. <laughs> Yeah, well, there's a little more Peter Hendrix Weller than I could. Fucking, uh, and Sam, Sam Elliott. Elliott. Yeah, it could yeah. be better. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing is why it really works. Is the two of them are great. Yeah, Sam Elliott's like this hard-boiled cop who like lives in a 
bus station bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh, it's and it's, it's that hard boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's dire- it's directed by this guy. Uh, I think it's James Glickenhouse. He yeah, did yeah, the yeah. Exterminator, which yeah. is a fucking crazy awesome movie. And it's also advertised in the movie as they're walking past movie yes. theaters. Yeah, I love both, that. Both of his previous movies yeah. are on the Exterminator billboard. and uh, uh, the Protector. Yeah, yeah, uh, which is like Jackie Chan's early foray into american filmmaking yeah. and then he was like nope <laughs> that didn't work at oh, all see you in the 90s yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> um uh what else do we want to talk about off the top uh there's oh well you wanted to to talk about paul walker yeah i yeah. think we should at least say something absolutely um paul walker passed away uh, I saw a outpouring of action film fans on Twitter kind of mm-hmm. just tweeting like, you know, uh, he was in some great movies. Uh, he's not an actor that, in my opinion, is going to leave this legacy of, you know, influence on the craft of acting. But no, uh, I loved some of his movies. I loved Absolutely. Joy. Joyride's great. I like that movie a lot. And uh, Running Scared is a good movie. Running Scared, yeah. And then now Fast and Furious have kind of taken a turn where they in my opinion have become really awesome amazing yeah and you know what this franchise wouldn't have hung around if he hadn't kept with it no because when they went for two vin diesel's like i'm out of here i'm a movie star yeah yeah and he's like no there's a there's a good story here let's keep he kept it together i totally because if that second one hadn't been made or been successful then you wouldn't have had totally this world they've created yeah uh, yeah you know like i was really shocked when i found out and it's the more as the week has gone on i think it was really just a uh, just a huge bummer. Just totally. terrible, you know. And he leaves behind a daughter and something. Yeah, like that. yeah. That's that's, that's the really sad tragic. thing. Just, um, just super tragic. Yeah. Like I, I admit, I don't think I've seen any. I, I hadn't seen him in anything before. I, I saw um, the Fast and the Furious movies, which yeah. I only saw recently, and just but fucking was like, oh my god, yeah. these movies are amazing. If you haven't yeah. seen Joyride, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Have yeah. Um, but yeah, and I also I it's it's called running Joy, scared. Right? I mean, I kind of was like, like "Fuck that scared. movie!" Because uh, I like the Billy Crystal Gregory Hines one. Yeah, yeah. Wait, name. is it a remake? No, no, no. Oh. I just didn't like that it used the name. I'm like, yeah. just think of a name. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> um, but it's a really well put together little action movie. It's yeah. not gonna blow your mind, but it's but really it's, steady, and he's fucking great yeah. at it. And yeah. it's one of those movies that just it throws it all in there. It's just Absolutely. Like, yeah. Um, but, but like when, when it first started, when that tri- or the the Fast and the Furious movies, when I started watching them, like you know, I saw them the first time. I'm like, well, this guy's just a standard, you know, like just your standard action guy. Yeah. Like I, I don't really see that much crazy good stuff coming from. Yeah, yeah. But as the as I started watching more and more of those movies, I'm like, no, this guy definitely has a place. Yeah. yeah. And totally. I feel like he would have um, slowly, but would have really amounted to something different than than his career ended up. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is nothing to be ashamed of. It's great. He made he made some super fun movies. Totally. But I feel like he could have done something. You know, you never so know. Yeah. Good, I, yeah. Very good stage presence or film presence, you know. Yeah. And I just kinda also wanted to mention that I just I saw a lot of that like celebrity death blowback where people yeah. are like, you like like people trolls on Twitter or whatever just being like, Oh, nobody cared about this dude and now he's dead and now all of a sudden like death tourism, everyone cares or whatever and I'm like, I don't know, I liked his movies. That's enough for me to be like, Hey, bummer yeah. man. Yeah, I'm like genuinely bummed, man. Yeah. You know? I don't know why it has to be this big thing. And he's I just, great in those movies and we've yeah. talked about it a lot. We've talked about those movies a lot on this show. And yeah. Like, and he's a lot of why it's good, you know? Yeah. I just think it's like I feel like the the mass of people that have that reaction when a celebrity dies is now like the most annoying thing ever. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's like I was saying before we started like those people are generally just there to be contrarian. Yeah. You know, like they they don't have a specific opinion. They just have the opposite opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So that so that you can go like, "Oh, I may not agree with them, but ooh, they have 
you know, different opinions than the popular masses. So yeah. they must really have something going on. Totally. Yeah, I just yeah, it was a bummer, man. Like I, I like a, now kind of the this series that was going really cool places is maybe you know they shot a lot of it, uh, but there was still they were going to yeah, go back they, and they shoot weren't more. Done at all? Yeah. So they've so, got to retool the whole thing. Apparently, yeah. they're not scrapping it because I think they have enough done, but they have to rework the story. Yeah, now because I think they're going to work in the death of Brian O'Connor. Yeah. Which is going to be really weird to watch, honestly. Oh yeah, I don't know if they should do that. Yeah, I don't know either. Like, I know they've they've in, you know the film, uh, the studio has invested a lot of money in this, yeah. and they've done a lot of work on it. And you know, it's like it's the last thing he was doing. I imagine yes, the, the show must go on on that. And totally, that he would probably want it to be finished. Oh, but probably. It's going to be super weird. <laughs> it's going to be really weird. Yeah. And like, there's got to be a way how, like, that they I could do some sort of. No, I mean, and obviously this would be a really simplification of it. But like, there's got to be a way to have hit the character. You know, like exit the film with what they have. You know what I mean? Like not yeah. just like I have to go home now, but something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's not pr- just like a poochie. <laughs> yeah, I'm needed on my home planet. Yeah, and then like the little cartoon. <laughs> like, I mean, there's got to be a way to do. Something along those lines where, you know, like he gets out, you know, or something where it's not kind it's of. Ne- it's, there's no the way face. it's going to f- not feel weird. Oh, absolutely. Like w- when he stops being in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's going to go, well, that's the point where he died, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know if it's in bad taste for them to have him die in a car crash, but what else are they going to do in the Fast and Furious movies? Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm int- like I feel like just cutting him out of it and. and like, yeah, like that, somehow that just might going be a like, way to do it, you know. Like he's with what's his, what's her face, and like they're not going on this adventure. Or like even just or, like yeah. at the very beginning of the movie, going like, "Oh, it's so sad that our friend Brian died," or whatever. Like just not incorporating. The I think death there's a way to the actual there, movie. There's probably a way to do something between that too, where yeah. like you know, for a chunk of the film, he's there, and then they have him exit the film, and then a new plot starts or something. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, so I don't know, but yeah, total bummer. Yeah, yeah. really yeah. sad. Definitely. <clears throat> um, um, one one other quick thing off the top, we did want to talk about the new Van Damme movie. Yes, yes. There's a new trailer for a, a Van Damme film that's going straight to VOD, so you know it's good. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I think if not that, the caliber of celebrity that yeah, they've got. You know, if, if you had anybody else <laughs> uh, starring in this movie with him, I feel like you could get it in theaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably. But, but somehow, uh, Tom Everett Scott. Uh, who ha- was was a bit of a buzz name in the 90s, 95, yeah. 94, When 96? did he do that terrible American World in Parisville? Oh, that was, oh, that was probably like 94, yeah, or 8 yeah, like or something. A, yeah, I feel like that. I think like it was around later, that and that thing you do and, yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That's where he started this. Yeah, the American Werewolf one, I think, was kind of like around like post-Scream. Everything yeah. they had to make every horror movie hip. So they're like, let's take that old hip movie and make it new hip, yeah. but shitty. Oh, yeah, the let's worst. take all of the uh, amazing things yeah. about that franchise out. They added uh, bungee jumping. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what they like. The kids do that. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, they were like, yeah, hey, hey, everybody, what do you think? Tom Everett Scott, what do you think? And the <laughs> world's uh, answer was a resounding, yuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. Uh, yeah, so so but he's back. Yeah. He's back oh, alongside. Yeah. Uh, America's favorite <laughs> Mad TV alum, I guess, <laughs> Orlando Jones. Yeah, who I, I've never had a problem with Orlando no. Jones. I'm like he 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 did. He was mildly amusing on Mad TV, sure. which is the best Mad TV ever was. He was, was the, <laughs> he was the mo- he he was one of those people that like was in some movies and was pretty funny, but then like. 
uh, just kind of like mm. his presence wore thin. Like he's, I never was he's like acceptable supporting cast. Yeah, 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 just fine. There was no way that he was going to graduate no. to leading movies and stuff. No, no. <laughs> and there's no way. No, I can possibly imagine people buying him as a military. Ranger? Is that what yeah, he's supposed to be like in that. this? The, like, and Tom Everett Scott? I spent the first, because he shows Two up. action and, leads? <laughs> uh, I, I don't want to spoil the trailer. <laughs> I don't know why. But Orlando Jones shows up as, like, um, I guess in the movie, described as, a, or in the trailer, a mil- military guy? Yeah. yeah it's the basically like, they used to call us Frogman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm fine with military guy. So it's like post-military, <laughs> and or, Orlando shows up and was like, you left me behind. Yeah. So here and for he's my like, vengeance. you have to pay with your life. And I'm like, is that Orlando Jones? <laughs> yeah. And he's all mad and he's all like going to kill everybody. Put down that gun like, and make me laugh, Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> or like, keep no, no, the, this is making me laugh. I'm still <laughs> laughing. <laughs> but yeah, so then they go out to, into the woods to, Orlando takes him out of the woods to murder him. But then Jean-Claude Van Damme shows up uh, to find some heroin. Uh, heroin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for some, I don't know what they had to do with that. No. Maybe it's like I a think trespass. Just like thing I think it's just wrong, it. wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is style. ridiculous. But so then the rest of the trailer just looks fucking awesome. Amazing. Like Van this... Damme is out of control. Oh, <laughs> he's got like a Javier Bardem in the counselor hair going yeah, on. It's like yeah. spiky, crazy, and, and like and like bleach blonde. Kind yeah, of. kinda. And he's doing like a wacky thing. Yeah, he's the bad oh, guy. So he's just letting thing. it all hang out. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, you know what? Awesome. I know. Yeah. Let this yeah. guy be a fucking weirdo. Totally. <laughs> I heard they they keep they kept having to replace the scenery because he kept eating it. Nailed it. Good night, folks. Switch. <laughs> uh, it's uh, yeah. It just yeah. it looks like fucking a giant pile of fucking bananas. Yeah, huh? So I'm yeah, gonna yeah, it looks, shit out of that. Oh, yeah. oh it, it's called uh, enemies closer. Enemies yes. closer. Right. Yeah, we talked about it without saying what <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, so right. go go watch that trailer. Watch the trailer for enemies closer. Absolutely, uh, it's on the Facebook page at facebook.com/slash/swnwpc. Yeah. Um, also, I re- I'll try and make this super quick because we got lots to talk about off the top. But I went and saw Catching Fire. Oh yeah. Uh, between episodes on the weekend, we took my mom, me and my brother. We had a family movie night out, and I really enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I really liked it. Um, but I, I I enjoyed going into it having heard both of your opinions because yeah. I saw the validity of both of them. I was like, because because I can absolutely see this movie not grabbing somebody because it mm. is very like it's. I mean, for the first twenty to forty minutes, it's just a lot of uh-huh. character stuff. But I liked that because I feel like this movie's not. I guess it's not a trilogy because they're doing two at, after this. But I felt like the middle chapter having the like blooming emotional stuff. Mm-hmm. I felt like you kind of need to do that to set up the how the ending is going to be like. Uh, yeah, yeah. Spoiler yeah. alert or whatever if you haven't right. read the books. Um, but like you know, there's uprising afoot in this series, and I felt like it kind of needed that middle chapter to yeah, have. Yeah, absolutely. And again, like I didn't like the movie, but that doesn't mean it isn't good. Oh, totally. It's, it's totally fine. I just don't care. Yeah. <laughs> and that's totally fair. I'm just out. Uh, yeah. And I loved the the games that like the when when Katniss comes up the elevator and you're revealed. Oh, man. I was that like, was Damn. great. That's where I'm like, "Oh, maybe I'm in." Yeah. Ah, nope. No, <laughs> yeah. I'm all right. <laughs> well, there was one thing that Casey and I spoke of that was <laughs> yeah. stupid. And again, spoilers if you haven't seen it yet, please skip ahead, but yeah. uh there's a point in the film where the uh geography of the games is revealed to be 
a clock right. of yeah. sorts. Yeah. And that's a really, really cool development, I thought. Yeah. And it, you're it like, could have been, it could, could have, have taken it into all sorts of cool different yeah. places. Yeah. But they use it for one specific thing. <laughs> and, that's and that's to <laughs> twirl them around. <laughs> just, just somebody in the control room spins an actual dial. Yeah. yeah. And then the and then the island <laughs> goes all spinning. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, I no, mean, not even the island, just the middle just part. A yeah, little, just, yeah, just a little and rock he's like, part. Let's see him tell time now. I know. And everybody's wow. desperately trying to cling on to the rock that's spinning and spinning around and then someone gets thrown into the water and she's okay yeah so why didn't everybody just dive into the yeah, water yeah. and wait it out i know i thought it was the one thing i was like oh that would have been so cool you should yeah kept what it. a great but, idea to not do anything with yeah, <laughs> yeah. but otherwise i really liked it i thought yeah. it really got me stoked for the third one yeah I, um, for sure yeah i'm definitely excited like i was not excited like i liked the first one was not excited about this one now i'm excited mm-hmm. about the third yeah and i think fourth and however for my money other. stylistically and just uh, in terms of how, like, like stylistically, I thought it was a step forward. And just as more of a consistent film, I, f- I felt like I felt like throughout it, it was just more consistently engaging for me. Like yeah. versus the first one, where I thought like the first one was kind of an action movie, and this one was a little bit more pulled back. And I I dug that. Yeah. yeah. So I was into it. I can't wait to see the third one. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, yeah. What else? Anything? Yeah. I saw. Some what do you stuff. got? Oh man. Well, I saw uh, Dallas Buyers Club. Oh, yes, yeah, nice. We got a little round of see you next Wednesday catch up going catch on. Catch up yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah. I saw that, and uh, God damn, what a great movie. Yeah, like I mean, it, uh, Casey and I were talking about this, and just like it's not just a oh, this is about very important things, and it has strong performances. Like it is a great film. It's mm-hmm. told really well. Yeah, um, and I'll watch it again because it was really entertaining. These performances are. I knew, oh, like, I knew uh, to expect good from Matthew McConaughey, or, or very yeah. good, consi- based on the, the track record now, because Mud yeah. blew me away. Uh, uh, Killer Joe blew me away. Uh, but this was this is, the by and large, the best thing he has ever done. Oh, my it's God. It's in a different realm. It's, and and something that, like, uh, like after Killer Joe, uh, I never saw Mud, but like uh-huh. after, after a couple things of his, uh, I'm like, okay, this guy can do a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he does that thing really well. I had no idea he could do this thing. No, no, yeah, just, yeah. And it well, seems impossible that he should have been able to. Yeah, like, yeah. Just lo- like, I got lost in the character. I stopped thinking, wow, Matthew McConaughey lost a lot of weight. And totally. I, just, yeah. I was just watching Definitely. this Woodruff he ceased guy. To be, he ceased to be McConaughey. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, and Jared Leto absolutely deserves a lot of credit too yep. for for helping tell he this story get, with like, his performance, yeah. which is just captivating and tragic. And yeah, he's had a weird career, and I feel like the high points of his career have been really fucking incredible. And the ones that weren't were kind of like because he was in this movie called Mister Nobody that was like a weird science fiction thing that mm-hmm. I thought was really not very good. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but when he does nail something like this or something like American Psycho or whatever, like I feel like when he oh yeah he does yeah. like I keep forgetting I like does him amazing in work yeah. and I feel like a lot of people are just like oh the guy from Thirty Seconds to Mars yeah, that, that garbage band ass band hits. but. You yeah, know, when he's on, he's fucking yeah. on. Oh, really I mean, good. He he was requiring for a dream. Absolutely, yeah. uh, that's another thing where where you're just kind of like, okay, this guy can act. Yeah. yeah, yeah, then, yeah. then after that, like, I mean, I saw that movie when it first came out, and then forgot all about it. Or, or I mean, remember it being a good yeah, movie, yeah. but then you know, I think Jared Leto in my head, I go, oh, that guy sucks. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> he's he'd never really done anything indelible, like like to the point where I'm like, okay, I yeah. can't say that guy sucks anymore. Yeah. And that's what Dallas Buyers Club is. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, I got time for this guy now. Absolutely. Totally. Um, yeah, it's uh, I loved you know just about much like uh, uh, Twelve Years a Slave. I, I liked just about everything about this movie. Yeah, um, pace 
storytelling and like the storytelling was so no frills you know yeah, like yeah. they just told a story and and in that way i found the direction fucking amazing oh, because God, at yeah. no point does the director get in in the way of the no, story no 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 and this is so easy to to have a sloppy sappy you know, movie of the week thing going on here. Yeah, and uh, they never do that. They never get no. sentimental. They just let the gravity of the situation uh, affect you. Yeah, yeah, it's really, just really fantastic. Really, really amazing stuff. Yeah, and uh, yeah, but boy, it's just been catching up on this and Twelve Years a Slave. Like, I need to go see something light, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some heavy movie experiences. Uh, so my, what I did watch that was like, this is very brief, but I, I enjoying the Hulu on my laptop. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so I was like, I'll check out some, some TVs. I like trashy TV as we all know. And I watched some, uh, that, uh, almost human. Oh, that, uh, Carl Urban. Yeah. Judge yeah, right. Dredd, Carl Urban, Tim. And, uh, who else is on it? Lily Taylor's on it. Yeah. It's in the future. Uh, every uh, human cop is paired with a robot cop. But he gets one who's got, was designed to have a, a, like emotions and a personality. So he's different. They butt heads, buddy mm-hmm. cop. And fuck me, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I really liked it. And it was Sweet. far more violent. Who's, who's the RoboCop? Uh, I can't remember his name. Um, oh, okay. I've seen him in stuff. I, yeah, I, I don't know his name, though. But he's quite good in it. And, but it was far more violent than I was expecting to see. The opening five minutes, I was like, Jesus Christ, this can't be network television. This yeah. is very violent. Oh, is it network? Yeah. And, uh, but the, the, the future... Oh, fuck, man. Hannibal is, is uh, violent as yeah, shit. Yeah, I guess yeah. they got a fucking... The networks hey, have been really watch. stepping it up. Yeah, yeah. Well, they oh, yeah. Well, now, now, that they're an, now that the big three yeah. are an antiquated notion, mm. yeah. they've got to do something. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that Kevin Bacon show, The Following, I remember, was like, we've got this serial killer show and it's going to be gory, so check it out. It's network or something. <laughs> yeah. That was like... Literally, the advertising was like, you won't believe it's on network or something. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. yeah. Which is the same thing they did with NYPD Blue. Yeah. And you're like, oh, my God, this could be so gritty. And Chanel really was. It was just shots of Dennis Franz's ass. Yeah. Which is pretty gritty. <laughs> oh, my God. He has the grittiest ass on earth. You like, could sand down. Sand down your ass. All right. It's obvious you're just going for gritty. Uh, but, yeah, Almost Human's uh, future world that they've put together is really good. And it's got a good uniform feature. Feel to the technology in it. Oh, I, like, I like all the look of their future stuff. It's it's a neat little world they put together. It looks like a fucking expensive show, so Sweet. they better hope they got a hit, otherwise yeah. it's not going to last. What network? I don't know. Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so NBC. Yeah, sure. Right. Uh, but yeah, you know what? It's not going to blow like, you know, wow, the greatest thing on TV, yeah, yeah. but if you want like just some good uh, hour-long cop with robots, with robots, with robots, <laughs> buddy cop, robot, cop future robot. TV oh, yeah. show. Like they we all make been a movie more. called Cop. That's robot. like a Netflix yeah. uh, category. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> robot, it's, buddy it's cop, a, robot. It's a good show. watch. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm gonna keep watching it. I've seen two episodes, and I'm like, yeah, I'm in. Sweet, I'm in. I'm in robot I'll check cops. that out. Yeah, Yay. I'll check that out before I watch any of those serious shows I'm apparently supposed to watch, like Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad. Yeah, oh man. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I don't know. You guys really should watch uh, Game of Thrones. I just watched an episode. I'm not going to say anything because it'd be a spoiler and mean. But for people who do watch it, I'm I'm in season three right now, and I just watched that fucking episode. Yeah, I know three. about that. Holy, the one with all fuck. of the reaction videos. And- Whoa, yeah, it just yeah, I, I my mouth was just hanging open for yeah. five minutes, like. Oh my god! <laughs> I, re- I remember distinctly Woo! when Holy that when shit. that I know exactly what episode. Yeah. I don't know what happens. Yeah, yeah. I know. Good. I, I yeah. know some stuff that happens because like I remember when that episode aired because yeah. the internet just exploded. Yeah, yeah. All this stuff that was like uh, 
like all these little things here and there and i'm like ah stop spoiling this for oh oh, oh it's game of thrones it's okay <laughs> yeah it's just a bummer that you won't watch that uh, just it's so good uh, um it was one of the craziest television moments i've ever experienced yeah just i'll nuts. someday get to it yeah <laughs> i might i might at, at some point because everybody says the same thing like no i know you hate fantasy but it's not that kind of fantasy thing and i'm it like really it's isn't. still a bunch of swords and thrones and dragons yeah. <laughs> and that shit is all in there you're like thrones yeah. are in the title <laughs> <laughs> it's right there they make a game of it for christ's <laughs> sake yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Someday, though. So, yeah. like, so probably my name, my my, my name, probably my name would be changed if I watched it. <laughs> probably my mind would be changed yeah. if I watched yeah, it. I guarantee you, it would. Who has the time? <laughs> You'll go into witness protection. <laughs> <laughs> no one can know I've changed my mind. No, no one can know I like fantasy now. <laughs> <laughs> um, sweet. So, yeah. anything else? What do you? Anything? Should we I get? I think in? that's everything I saw. Oh, Shall we into film roulette? Get into film roulette. Film related is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die, and the two winners get to go and see something good. This week, Casey and I went and saw Nebraska, but the loser has to go see something that we've deemed shitty or is getting a bad bad rep on um, Metacritic. And so this week. Greg went and saw what was it Homefront. Homefront. Homefront, which mm. was getting like which as a disclaimer, we all when it first see. came out, we were like, oh, that's oh, the winning movie. Hell yeah, yeah. But uh, that's how we play it. The loser gets to give the winners an album of his choice for the following week. I lost last week, so I gave these guys MC Scat Cat to listen to, and we'll get into that later. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, that's how we play. <laughs> we roll, we win or lose, and we listen to music. Yeah, and uh, I guess. I guess we'll do a little bit of a disclaimer. I feel like we should start saying this at the top of Film Roulette. There will be some spoilers. We're not yeah, going to fuck gonna a movie it, up for you. We'll but, keep it generally spoiler-free, but yeah. there's some stuff we have to talk about. Yeah. We're going to be talking about themes and, and We'll talk about themes and, and plot stuff. points and stuff like yeah. that. We're, we're not going to give away. If you're a purist, I'm just like, yeah. I yeah. feel like some people might just listen to our show and be like, whoa. But yeah, we, don't, we won't fuck a movie up for you. Yeah. Um, I'm going to fuck a movie up. For okay. You. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, maybe an addendum to that disclaimer is the losing movie almost always. Oh, it's not one of these movies. I'm just going to fuck a movie up. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we will not ever fuck a movie up for you unless we do. Yeah. <laughs> In which case, we did. All right. That sounds perfect. <laughs> um, Case and I went and saw Nebraska. Yeah. This was the uh, new Alexander Payne joint. This is yeah. following up Descendants, which. Got a lot of buzz. Got Oscar noms, which mm-hmm. I still haven't seen. Did they mm-hmm. win for script? Uh, yes, yes, yeah. Because because uh, uh, Jim yeah. Rash ran Jim up. Rash up. <laughs> that was <laughs> that awesome. little leg thing. Yep, pretty good. Which yeah. was awesome. So I didn't really like Descendants that much. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a good movie, it was good, but it, but it, uh, too much praise. Way too much praise. I thought, mm-hmm. and uh, I I also thought that Jim Rash and uh, what's his name, the Nat other? Faxon, Nat Faxon. I felt like they went on to a better movie with the way way back. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, wait, 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 that. I just started saying W's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> um, well, you call it, you just say it like WWB. You just say, like, oh, yeah, whoa, 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 But, um, yeah, so Nebraska stars Will Forte, Will Bruce Forte, Stern. Bruce Stern, uh, 
uh stacy keach yes stacy keach i loved to see i loved seeing his name in there because i haven't really read too much other than i think i watched the trailer a long time ago uh-huh. but i totally forgot that he was in this and when yeah, his name too. came up i was like yeah stacy keach yeah yeah and um, of course bob odenkirk yes bob odenkirk so really cool cast mm-hmm. uh shot in black and white mm-hmm. or shot in color and changed to black and white apparently yeah. there's a color version out there oh that really the, uh that the studios ordered but alexander payne has said like no one's ever going to see that version yeah, um, good. It's yeah. unnecessary. No. It's so, a beautiful movie in black and white. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this, how do you want to talk about this? What let's uh, say, what, what would you say the breakdown of this film is plot-wise? Like, how would you just describe it? Uh, okay, in a very literal sense? No, just like the IMDb, you know, like tagline of what the well, plot the, is. Well, the IMDb but like tagline is usually pretty... <laughs> if uh, it was a song. Yeah, sing it. <laughs> oh, oh sing okay. It so <laughs> There once was a movie called Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I gotta think of something around your breath. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's uh, okay. So, in a very literal sense, it's about it's a movie about a man who thinks he's won a million dollars and is going to uh, make his way to Lincoln, Nebraska, mm-hmm. uh, to claim his prize. Um, and Will Forte kind of plays his. His son. He definitely plays his kind son. Of plays the <laughs> son. Kind of plays the son. <laughs> I think they left it up. <laughs> <laughs> they left it ambiguous, except for all the times where he calls him dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Will Forte basically uh, uh, plays his son. Who's kind of going along with it, despite the fact that like his mom and his brother, Bob Odenkirk, are kind of... Everybody's against it because yeah. basically what he receives in the mail is one of those publishers clearinghouse yeah. uh, type yeah. things where yeah. you've are, you've won a million dollars, come and claim your prize. But the proviso being, you need the correct code and you need yeah. to have uh, subscribed to a bunch of magazines. Yeah, um, and also nobody ever wins the million dollars. No. <laughs> so yeah. So what what did you think of this? I we were both kind of pretty stoked about this movie going yes. in. Yes, I I was because having not liked Descendants, I thought the trailer for this movie looked way more in line with with what i like about alexander Payne, right and what so what did you think um i think i don't think this movie's going to win any awards no no uh uh okay maybe okay with the exception of of two possible two acting awards uh as a whole i fucking loved this movie. i loved it it's me too absolutely it's so perfectly told it's uh, i went into this movie uh excited and i definitely uh, for the first maybe 10 or 15 minutes there was a little bit of hesitation on sure. my part i was like i totally get that. there was some but of the- then you fu- but then you realize why that th- those 10 minutes of like yeah what is the tone here yeah and, become entirely and clear. the performances at first i was kind of like i don't I, you, you kind of have to ease yourself into this movie and then by the end it this movie had me absolutely and completely oh fucking it's it like I feel like I don't know. I don't want to use the term "perfect movie," but I can't think of anything that was wrong with it. No, it, everything no. about it was pitch perfect. Yeah, I think um, this movie definitely plays on strengths of the kind of movies that I like, with like the '70s new Hollywood stuff. You know, I mean, absolutely aesthetically, not just because it's black and white, but the way that the cinematography is and stuff recalls like Last Picture Show stuff like yeah. that, like that kind of just. It's small like that town. black and white sort of cinema verite. Like yeah. Where everything is just basically as dull as it is. Totally. Um, and, and the way it's shot, too. Like, you know, just Striking. shots on the side of the road. Yeah. Uh, like, it, it, it's that thing where it shows you the world you live in yeah. as opposed to this big kind of Hollywood world. Yeah, and I loved... I mean, obviously, the buzz is all around Bruce Dern, and Bruce and Dern was... was fucking... Like, he does so much 
with so little. And I, so I feel like I say that a lot about people's performances, but Bruce Stern really, really nails like the regret and he nails everything about this character. He almost, he almost reveals everything about the character, all of the insecurity and without everything of the character with, without revealing anything yeah. at all. Because you it really is, find more about him and the way people talk of the way he, his mom, the way his, that's like, all of his character development is through the character is through other characters developing. Yeah. Like it's, it's like oh, the characters so you meet in this town do all of that for you. But yeah, it matches so perfectly with the way that he acts it it you it becomes this totally holistic and 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 one performance even yeah. though he hasn't really done the work he does he does this really i don't know how even how to explain it's it it's so hard to describe yeah. but it's it's so engaging. It's the smallest movie. Yeah. Like it, it's a movie where people don't talk like Hollywood. No. You know like it, it it's I, it's so hard about, to talk about. I know. And I loved this, especially because it was a step way back in the right direction. I feel like Alexander Payne does... May, I mean, I'm sure people will say that I'm wrong about this, but I feel like he does two kinds of movies. He does, like, uh, The Election or The Sideways, which is, like, a human story but told kind of... A bit of, of a biting satire. Yeah. A hyper-reality. Yeah, with, like, more kind of slapsticky or more goofy moments and stuff, and then he does things like this. or, or And, I mean, I kind of felt like... When I don't like him is when he kind of tries to muddle them. That's what I felt like with Descendants. I, sure. it, it tried to play both sides. I feel like Sideways was a lot like that. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true as well. Um, like with these sort of like larger characters than are yeah. than are necessary. Yeah, and then this this was just so right right back on track it's it's funny and the stuff that's funny is so subtle and just kind of perfect like there's a scene where they're all watching tv and and there's like all of these old people in the room and will forte's over on the side and the dad's kind of in the back and they're just watching like football and just they're a family yeah it's it's like they they on their way to lincoln they all go and visit their sort of extended family um in, in the town where they grew up um and and the town starts to catch on that he's quote unquote won yeah. this million dollars hmm. um, and sort of turn on him in a way like you owe us money now for yeah, all these yeah, things like we've done for you which isn't like a necessarily something we haven't seen before but it works no. so well but and it's also not even necessary what talking about <laughs> the plot in this movie is a very difficult thing <laughs> yeah um uh, oh, I won't say that a- anyway w- what I did want to say is I almost want to like. I can't see this thing winning any awards. I can understand because that. I can see it like just it's, sort of like sliding below the radar. Like yeah. Will Forte's performance is fucking fantastic. Yeah, but he doesn't do anything beyond be a person. Yeah, you know, and and the choices that he makes <clears throat> as just a regular person, you're yeah. like, well, this movie, I can respect those choices because those are the choices that I've I seen can, made around me. I completely agree with you because this movie doesn't manipulate the audience in the way that award Oscar award winning no. films do. It doesn't have that like oh high like big emotional thing at the end, but in a way like. The parts at the end of the movie that made me feel really emotional and get misty were things that, like, the act- ti- actions in a film that you wouldn't necessarily think would get you emotional. Like, right. there's no, like, there's there's some things, you know, like, uh, Bruce Stern's struggling with his health, and there's some moments where you're like, okay, this is kind of going as I expected. But the stuff that actually made me emotional was, like, weird stuff. And I don't know how, how to say it without spoiling the end of the movie, but there's just actions by characters where you're like, well, that's a real thing somebody would do for yeah. somebody, and that's, like, fucking affecting his shit. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it really is just... And I, yeah... Like it, it, it's one of those movies that like th- this always blows my mind when a filmmaker can do this where the it's a really low stakes movie yeah um but but 
it brings you down to the size of those stakes. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you go like, it doesn't matter that they're low stakes because they mean so much to me yeah. because I've spent this time with these characters exactly. without having these characters forced down my throat or anything. Yeah. Now, uh, in terms of a standout performance, like Bruce Dern is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, um, I, I almost feel like June Squibb's performance is my favorite. Yeah. Oh my God. She unbelievable. Fucking, right. <laughs> that it's, I so think it's, good. It, it's one of the funniest performances. Yeah. Like stream performances of the year. I agree. Absolutely. I was my call it my bring out like when I left the theaters like, I need to go look up her name because mm-hmm. I want to be able to call that out on the episode like yeah. mm-hmm. um, she does something she plays one like an older kind of like snarky character that that does at times kind of like swear and say shocking things but it never plays like that trope in cinema it never plays like no, oh no, she like said, a wacky fuck. grandma like, yeah. or anything it's not that at all no it's just you see how her as a person differs from like she plays uh, uh bruce Dern's wife yeah you see how they differ as people and how they sort of like accept the world and, yeah. and how they they uh sort of interpret the world mm-hmm. and her interpretation is so fucking sweet and yeah. and like she's just like i don't i don't know i can't i can't I don't know what not to ruin with I know. this thing. Because it's a very delicate movie. Yeah. I don't even know how to explain that properly. Totally. And I know what you mean when you say it won't win awards. Like, I think you're right. It is very... It's like... Because it's low stakes. Yeah. You know, but it is... It's, it's, it's just unfortunate that really it probably Really fucking won't. awesome. Stacey Keach was amazing to see oh in there. God. He does really good work. And I also... The last thing I'll mention is I really liked that... He takes these Midwestern characters and, and, and sketches them so richly. Like, I feel like I enjoyed... There was one part about the movie that was interesting that they kind of reveal certain dark darkness under some of the characters. Like there was a conversation in the kitchen where they're talking about uh, what's the t- two characters, um, one of which was played by Buzz from Home Alone, um, and they steal the thing and everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The 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 brothers. Yeah, the brothers. And and there was like a they were they're speaking about something that one of the brothers did and and kind of mentioning like was it a sexual assault yeah. or or what and it was kind of like a really dark moment to hit that these characters were kind of playing off in a blasé way and it kind of made it just it it was like that's the kind well, of attitude the people that live in midwestern towns that would maybe absolutely, experience that. especially in relation to their family yeah. like there are these dark family secrets or or, yeah. or not even secrets these dark things that happen within a family and then you see the way a family rationalizes or exactly not necessarily justifies but no. rationalizes these things so that they can still all live together exactly and, and i just and, thought that was such a weird it was a moment that catches you off guard he doesn't linger on it they yeah. don't focus on it but it's no. just a thing that somebody says that you're just like that really kind of like I don't even know how to explain it. You explained it better than me. So, yeah, like it really makes it feel much more real. And you're like, yeah, that is what these kind of people are like. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you're like, they're not all bad people. Like like the extended no. family scenes in this movie were the things that just blew my mind. Yeah. Rance Howard actually plays one of his brothers. Uh, and he's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but uh, there, there's this moment where they're the same moment where they're all sitting around watching football and nobody's relating to anybody no. else. Everyone's just staring straight ahead. And there, there will be these little <laughs> conversations going on between people. Hey, you still got that car? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, and these little co- like nobody's making eye contact or anything like that. It's just these conversations that are kind of casually thrown out. Yeah. And and just the the little banal things that 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 families pick up on. Exactly. Like, like somebody comes in, uh, Bob Odenkirk's character comes in uh, after having just driven there, and somebody asks, "How long was the? Uh, how long did it take you?" And everybody like, like immediately starts paying attention. <laughs> yeah. Because that's one over. of the things that everybody needs to know. Yeah. How long did it take you? Yeah. To get there. Yeah, I think it definitely fucking go see this movie. It's oh, so good. Man. 
Definitely like, one of the best I've seen this year. Absolutely be on my great. top five. Oh, it's definitely on my top five. Yeah. Yes. Go, yeah, Nebraska. Go see this in theaters for sure. Before I know, it's been out for in limited in Toronto for a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll probably be out there for a little bit longer yeah. in, in varsity for maybe a little while. But yeah, fuck, man. Jesus. So Way back on good. track for Alexander Payne. Uh, so far, I think my favorite Alexander Payne movie. Yeah, it's up it, there. Even, wow. even over uh, About Schmidt. Wow. Yeah, it's up there. Yeah, for sure. Gotta see that. Yeah. Um, so you went and saw Homefront. Did see Homefront. Some explosions. <laughs> Some uh, the way opposite spectrum. Sylvester is Stallone penned. Oh, Homefront. Yeah. 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 Forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. So did I until I was on my way down there, and I was like, "Fucking hey, man! I'm totally in the mood for this." Yeah. yeah. And it it really feels like yeah, this was a Stallone like, and he wrote it a while ago, but then. As he was getting older, it was just like, no, nah, it's not going to happen. Was it how long ago? Like, like, I'm not sure. It doesn't really okay. say with things I've read, but I imagine it was somewhere like somewhere in between over the top and, you know, get Carter. Okay. Somewhere yeah, in the yeah. dark years. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just got, you know, it has all the, the familiar things of the, you know, the, the single macho dad. Yeah. Uh, with the, with, he's a widower and he has a. You know, a spunky preteen to hang out with, yeah. and uh, yeah, so yeah, it's about Jason Statham, who is an undercover cop, and he he uh, an operation he's working on. He gets the the evil biker that he's supposed. To. Cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot; we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. But the evil biker's son is gunned down in the process, and, he, and he's not cool with it, so he walks away from, yeah. from the force, and his wife dies because she was sick. And he moves with his daughter out to some small town to just live as a, a you know, a, I don't know, a carpenter or something like that. Okay. But I, he seems to have like a really expensive truck and big house and like horses and stuff. Like I don't really know where all the money came from. <laughs> Cop yeah. with a dead wife. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that maybe life insurance. Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, but it seemed like he had a lot of stuff for a retiring uh, cop fella who just you know repairs stairs and shit. <laughs> anyway, but that's that has that's neither here nor there. Um, and so he's living out there, and his daughter gets into a fight at school, and that leads to um, a series of altercations with the small town crazy people, and you know, small towns yeah. are full of crazy people, of course. And this uh, is the South, too. Right? This, yeah, that's right. And uh, <clears throat> it's uh, not that people are extra crazy in the South. I think they I don't are. know why. I that point. <laughs> all of our all of our listeners from the South were like, "Fuck Casey." <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to be that guy. <laughs> they just started a blood feud with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you have a beautiful, diverse culture. People from the South. The and now the kid that it's a, Statham's little girl punches out this this bully boy, and his uncle is James Franco. Yeah, who's the local meth. Kingpin oh shit! Named Gator. Oh, and, uh, so awesome. I'm watching. I'm like, I'm down because yeah. he like 
you know, you can see that he's going to be using a lot of the. And I like James Franco in that kind of a role. Like, sure, I'm like, yeah, still let, seen let him fly breakers. off the yeah. handle and be a crazy guy. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Jason Statham is a great screen fighter. I'm like, this is definitely the movie where he's going to go off on a bunch of hillbillies and yeah. try and beat him up in bars. Yeah, this is going to be like his walking tall or whatever. You know, totally, totally. And uh, yeah, this movie's awful. Um, it's so, I was rooting so much for uh, it. Man, I was like, let's get there. I, every like All the scenes, I'm like waiting for it to go. I'm like, go! Do the movie! <laughs> I know! <laughs> do, be, go, turn on! Be, yeah. be a movie now! And like, it's just, it's so, it never t- boils over where it's supposed to. James Franco doesn't go into no. Bananas Land. Fuck. And, oh, stay, and really? it's, no, and, and the, the action is shot so Poorly, it's like really the the edits are too quick, so I don't get to see a guy who yeah. is a really skilled fighter fight. It's like you see him real real back for a punch, but then it cuts to the guy, like you know, it's it's it doesn't. It's all too quick, too dark, and you're you're going from the the quick cuts go from a big close up to super wide to back to close up. So yeah. I'm like, I don't know what I'm watching. I, hate I don't know what happened. Yeah, like, ah, and. Uh, so Franco's character's plan. I'm spoiling stuff. If you're gonna watch, yeah, it's yeah. nothing surprising. I'm warning you. So Franco's character is he realize he finds out who uh, Statham is that he's an undercover cop. Yeah, and he yeah. knows all these gangs, these biker meth guys. So he's like, I'm gonna sell him out to that guy who's in jail, whose son was killed, so I can get like major distribution. So, but then Franco's character, who seems like is the big bad guy, doesn't really do anything. His girlfriend is Winona Ryder, who I didn't realize was in it. Oh. And she's fun in it. I actually liked her. Uh, I don't know why I said that. She's usually pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anybody she, has a problem with no, that. No, no. She, I, well, I, she, uh, she was fun stuff. in it. She, like, if, if the rest of the movie was kind of like, she's playing the uh, meth junkie lady like she's over it and she's trying to get into the business side but she's kind of twitchy still I'm like you're putting something into it it's too bad yeah. no one else did um, <laughs> so she's the one who's running the the negotiations with uh, the biker gang and he's just kind of standing back he doesn't really do anything so you don't really feel anything negative towards him except for he's just some local meth cook Who's kind of opportunistic, but kind of doesn't do anything. Mm. Even when he's like, some people are cooking meth in his territory, he just hits one guy in the leg with a baseball bat and, and threatens him. Like, don't you, I better not catch you kids here again. Like, that's the extremes of it. Like, there's nothing, I never yeah. felt like anything was really all that at stake. You know, and his, he, it's his sister who's like the one who freaks out and is like, that, you go get that guy for having his daughter punch our, my son or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it seemed like it was going to be this out of control, you know, where, you know, the city guy in the crazy town that's like close knit and he's the outsider, but they just never let anything happen. Yeah. Yeah. That you know? seemed, that's... that was the movie I wanted to see. Yeah. Exactly. No, the, all the bikers come in and fuck with him, but you don't, ah, it's also dark. It's always in the dark and you don't see any fighting. I don't know how many bikers there yeah. were or who got shot by what. And it's just, oh, fuck me. Yeah. The, <laughs> so uh... boring. <laughs> and I started to fall asleep. Yeah. Uh, Literally. I'm boo. sitting there and just like, whoa, I just nodded off for a second there. What's happening? Oh, yeah. still nothing. Okay. <laughs> the guy, uh, Gary Feld, uh, Fled, or oh, the, he, yeah, what? He, he's done a lot uh, from uh, I'm Law and I. Runaway yeah. Jury or something. Yeah, and he, yeah but like he's, he's done, done a lot, lot of TV lately, and yeah, I feel like yeah, that yeah, may yeah. be. Las Vegas and stuff. Not yeah. that people that do TV can't direct action. I'm not going to make that generalization, but I feel like it makes sense that if this guy that's 
directed for TV a lot now is going to this movie and you're saying like the direction's not that great. I feel like maybe it could stem from that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Could, no, it's po- really poorly directed because yeah. even if this story is really stupid and I don't give a shit. But if this if the acting is like a bad guy who's being all fucking you know Vernon Wells from Commando crazy yeah. bad guy and you know you got your just stone faced hero I'm down with that yeah, yeah. crazy hillbillies with shotguns and baseball bats and pickup trucks and face punching I want to Jason Statham is a great fighter just give me one large frame shot one shot doesn't even have to be shot well <laughs> just on him and he beats Punches five guys everybody. up yeah. great I want he can do crazy kicks and I don't know kung fu yeah <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what his particular I'll, I'll, skill is, but um, but yeah, you know that's all you need. That's why you go to these movies. That's why you watch Van Damme movies because he yeah. has a skill set that is rare. Yeah, and, show it to me. And a stupid plot is entirely necessary to showcase. This. Totally, and this is a really stupid plot. <laughs> uh, well, that yeah. is disappointing. Yeah, it was a huge, huge bummer. Yeah. How's old Clancy B? Uh, he's he's in there. wearing a cop uniform in it. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the other thing too. Is like in the first like five ten minutes, I'm like, oh fuck yeah, this is gonna be sweet. Because I'm like, I didn't know Clancy Brown was in this right yeah. now. I fucking love Clancy Brown. Yeah, he has no purpose whatsoever. He's just, ah, just nothing. Sound, yeah, sounds just like a, a whole shit ton of nothing. Yeah. All levels. Fucking bummer, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, well part of just, me wanted it's just boring. That's what it is. Part you know? of me wanted it to be great because I. Saw the trailers and thought it was good, but another part of me is like, well, I'm glad that the Punishment movie wasn't awesome for you because yeah. it yeah, was a yeah, Punishment yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought I was kind of like, oh, yeah, I'll just have fun. It sucks when you go into a Punishment movie that, like, in the back of your mind, you're like, I want to see I think I'm going to enjoy and this. Then it, yeah. you, and then it's it like, disappoints you. No, like, this is Punishment. Well, like when I got, also, sorry, go ahead. When I was just going to say, when I got punished with The Call... The Halle Berry movie. I was like, that trailer looks stupid, but in the back of my mind, I <laughs> want to see this. And I was pleasantly surprised for the most part. I didn't like the ending, but yeah, mm. for the most part, I was like, this is passable entertainment, and I'm not mad I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. But it also sucks, too, when, when you get the losing movie and you're like, okay, well, at least this thing is going to be such a fucking abomination yeah. that, you know, it'll be fun for the show or whatever. Boring. But, like, th- this reminds me a lot of, like, Bullet to the Head. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, that movie was just really boring, and I, I don't even want to talk about it because it's boring. That was a big bummer. But yeah, fucking yeah. Walter Hill, big action film, yeah, yeah. big budget in theaters. Yeah, real bummer. Giant piece of crap. Fuck. Yep. Yeah, home yeah. front. Not... You know how there's a slew of Jason Statham movies you won't watch on Netflix? Yeah. yeah this is one of those. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, safe. safe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stop suggesting it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, listen, buddy. I didn't want to see that in theaters. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's good, but that tr- that cover doesn't make Have it Have you good. used that on American Netflix? There's that Max thing? Yes, I've used oh, that. Man. That thing keeps on. It's like, hey, how you doing? I'm Max. Want to watch Safe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. What a coincidence. All three picks were saved. (laughs) (laughs) Do you don't want to watch it? I'll just start it. See what you think. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's like, no. (laughs) It's just like having an annoying, robotic, pushy friend. Yeah. You select select another movie. It's like, how about safe? It's playing now. Um, all right. Selected terms of endearment. Get ready for saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a waste of time. Nothing Bummer. good about it. Franco doesn't even go all Franco in it. Damn yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I'm wondering how big of a waste of time my album was because yeah. I gave you guys MC Scat Cat. Yes, I wouldn't call Scat it a Cat Crew or whatever they're called. The, the, yeah. Get along, uh, gang. <laughs> I wouldn't call it a waste of time. So for the <laughs> listeners, I gave them an album that was a spinoff of a music video uh, that Paula Abdul did 
where she danced around with a animated cat rapper. Yeah. And about a year or two later, they were like, hey, that was a popular video, and we mm-hmm. should make an entire album where the cat raps. Yeah, it came out in 91. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what do you guys think of this? I listened MC's to exactly cat. two or three. I, th- I believe it was three tracks from this, and I was like, that's enough for me. That is, and that is exactly enough. Yeah, it is. Okay, because I was like, <laughs> in those three, you can be maybe not charmed by them. No, no. Oh, well, I was. Well, I listened to maybe, yeah. Well, he's kind of doing a Fresh Prince thing. Yeah, Fresh Prince. Or, see, for, for my money, for my money, it was a little more tone loke okay. than it was. Oh, yeah, because uh, yeah, right. I listened to one of the tracks to give it to, or a couple of the tracks to, before I gave it to you guys, and, and one of them I was like, I don't hate this one. Yeah, and yeah. I And I'm semi-impressed with his flow on this track for a novelty rapper. It, yeah, yeah. It, it is reasonably well produced for a novelty album about a rapping cat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> every single thing that we say about this will be prefaced by, or, or will be ended by, uh, for, for a novelty <laughs> act. <laughs> because everything on this thing is mildly charming for a novelty, novelty act. act. Yeah, now yeah. it does it, that, the charm does die it's be, This really became quickly. exhausting to yeah. listen to. I can imagine you, that. I could not do it all in one go. Yeah. I didn't end up doing it well i did it all in one go once but i fell asleep and sure. then um, <laughs> i want to picture you're like doing like you're driving <laughs> it's literally i was running at the yeah. time <laughs> so i don't know what that means Good for blah. this <laughs> yeah it just um, fell down but there but there were things about it like there's a song called um uh ain't no dogs allowed or yeah, something yeah, 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 yeah. and that one is about how uh mc scat cat ain't fucking no ugly ladies that's true <laughs> and, uh, and and so get the, this album for your kids. Yeah, <laughs> like for the longest time, longest time I was like, this is kind of weirdly misogynistic. And yeah. I guess it's for the time it was supposed to be sort of like uh, kind of winking at the audience or whatever. But but I'm like, ah. it's starting to get a little annoying now. Yeah, and yeah. then at the end they switch song. it up, and it's all like, oh, but MC Scat Cat, you a dog too. Uh-oh. Damn. Yeah, but there's so. that whole part in the middle of the song where there's the girl like, yeah. so I'm like, is he fucking her? And then it, like that's going on for a while. Then he's like, no dogs allowed. Like, no, no. So what he, it means he fucks is fucks him for a little bit. Yeah. No, no dogs allowed to stay after I fucked you. <laughs> no, so, yeah. no literal I finish dogs fucking are allowed a dog. to watch him. Fuck. But I'll start. <laughs> yeah, but he will fuck an ugly lady. Yeah. Uh, but there are little moments of that. Uh, I don't know. I dare you to listen to this album for a week and then remember anything. I don't think uh, I it's could. A, such a blur. I, I, remember, I listened to those three songs like a couple hours ago, and I don't remember yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will tell you the most interesting thing about this album. Mm-hmm. It's not actually necessarily about this album, but about MC Scat Cat. Um, you know the actor Romany Malco? Mm-hmm. He wrote the rap for that Paula Abdul uh, video, yeah. and oftentimes he's mistaken as being the person who who raps it as well. Right, but he did not perform it, but he did write it, huh. which yeah. is very strange to me. Hmm. Uh, that he before, and this is before his his like his film career didn't happen until like ten years later. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty weird. I've read some stuff he's written. Actually, he's he's like quite a great writer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, was did he, I don't think he had anything to do with this. With the album with specifically, the no, but no. he he was there for sort of the inception okay, of MC yeah. Scat Cat. Yeah, so he's sort of one of the creators of. <laughs> I just I just can't get my my mind around the idea that it was like this video from a year ago was so popular yeah. that we need to bring it back. Was it even for a year, an, I feel like it was like two or three it was like, years. I or feel something. like it was yeah, like a well, year, that, a couple. well, yeah, that probably was well, like eighty eight or eighty nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like yeah, like three years. Like, yeah. Let's get that rapping cat that everyone's talking yeah, about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think talking about? I think the one song, one of the ones I listened to was the what have you did you watch the video? 
there was a video for New Cat Swing or whatever no, it was I called. I didn't see the video yeah. for it. And it's more like Paula Abdul's in the video a lot, right, but she doesn't right. sing or, or do anything. Right. She also produced this album. Oh. Is that right? Absolutely. Great. Yeah. Well, good for her. Uh-huh. I saw uh, when I was reading about this album and the AV Club, uh, the only comment about it is this is the least essential album of the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> that was, well, that, that whole. Really true. <laughs> well, the AV Club has a couple articles that were our like least essential albums of these years. And that yeah. was what got me uh, running down the, uh, right. what are some novels? Album. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's the uh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't that. It was like I've listened to worse things. Yeah. This is yeah. just like after because there's just nothing particular. There's nothing good. It's no, just like it's, you're, the whole time you're like, well, this isn't terrible. But then after five songs, it's like it's not good though either. You know? yeah. so I'm just like, well, now it's terrible. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, for the first little while, like listening to it in installments, it, it, there was a little bit of nostalgia because yeah. it was like. Yeah, like rap rapping was a very different thing. Oh yeah, then. yeah, like, yeah. Like it, it, the cadence of it was very different, mm-hmm. and and the, like it, it's awkward. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm not, and and I'm going to preface this by saying I'm not saying that rappers aren't skilled today, but no. I feel like there was less influence on, like I mean, the wordplay was obviously clever and great and stuff, but I felt like there was more influence. There was more focus on like your skill. And and your timing and your rhyme you back and then? stuff. Yeah, a little. I feel See, I, I feel like because they're so like extended, like a lot of old '90s and earlier with the Grandmaster Flash and stuff. I feel like it's a lot longer. There's more emphasis put on like like perf- the performance, whereas now it's in terms of mainstream rap. It's a lot of just kind of like it's catchy. We have a hook, and he raps about drinking or whatever. I'm not. I'm being general but yeah I, I see what you mean i just feel like the cadence like like of of rap back in the early 90s and late 80s was it almost feels like how my dad would rap like if, <laughs> if my dad was was like uh, somebody asked him to describe rap yeah uh well it's kind of like this where you go that seemed like the cadence of rap yeah. back then whereas well, I now see, like I, I feel like that definitely into the 90s kind of became the like i don't know the washing clean of, of, of anything that was dangerous or cool about rap in yeah, the nineties right. for sure. Like with stuff like young MC and, and tone Loke where like it was very, I, I think basic. Yeah. So that people could get on board and not be, well, so that white people could get on board yeah, and yeah, not yeah. be alienated. Totally. But yeah, so I, I see that. Yeah. Um, sweet. Well, I'm glad that you guys enjoyed Watching, uh, listening to that album. To, <laughs> well, I, as much as you did. I didn't like. I, this is just a little. I don't know why it was like this. The last song on the album is uh, MC Scat Cat's theme. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why it was at the end because it feels like it's the beginning. It should well, be because the it starts out with the beginning of an album. Yeah, like, like yeah. With all it's the- like, hey, we got to get in the studio, yeah. make this album, and they all they're <laughs> like, you know, Ugh. It's like they're doing a James <laughs> Brown, yeah, or, uh, yeah. beatbox I'm, I'm terrible thing. Yeah, this is cool. It's warming up the vocals. Like why? Why is it at the end? Yeah, I don't know. That's just another. Yeah, I felt. I I, I felt that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. right. Well, let's get rolling. No. 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 Oh yeah, yeah. Great. I always try and skip. Dan Gorman. Mostly when I'm about to get punished with an (laughs) album. That's all right. I'm going to be nice. Or I think I'm being nice. 
Uh, more Morrissey for Casey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I just album I brought up on the show earlier this year, and the year's almost over, and just a, so a newer album. But I want to I want to talk about that new Deftones album. Oh, uh, yeah, Koi no Yokan, which is uh, I think just great. Cool, because I w- I don't think that I, I, I when that album came out, I, I heard a lot of great stuff, and, mm-hmm. and I'm not huge into the Deftones. I liked some of their stuff, but uh, I definitely don't think I would have gone out of my way to listen to it. Well, no, I I, I, am, I, mean, I used to like them a lot in the end of the 90s. I was definitely into them, and then, you know, kind of lost track, because, I don't know, they're just not a band that's uh, very cool to listen to, no. so it's easy to skip them over, but... Um, a friend of mine recommended uh, checking it out. I did, and I listened to it a lot while I was in Greece. It's a really cool album, and they're... Uh, after their bass player uh, was in a yeah. coma and car accident, they got the guy from Quicksand. Oh. And this is the first album where he's had creative input in the That's writing. cool. And it's it really... I had uh, no idea. Yeah, yeah. I love Quicksand. Yeah, great so. band. And he's uh, had a very positive effect on this band. I think it's the, probably the best thing they've done. Cool. I'm you know, excited. Excellent album I'd like yeah. to talk about. Awesome. So now yeah. we'll roll. Now we'll roll. Yeah. The Furnace. Mm-hmm. This is Christian Bale, Casey Affleck. Looks pretty good. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I'm not. I don't like the music in the trailer, but sure. otherwise, but I'm let's completely be honest. Sold. It's a thin week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is a thin. Week. <laughs> but I mean, when I saw this trailer mm-hmm. back when it first came out, I was like, oh, that's like a, a that's something I kind of want to see. Yeah, good I mean, enough cast that like yeah, there's yeah, going to be some form of. Quality it's from the director of yeah. Crazy Heart. I didn't love I Crazy Heart. I didn't no. hate it. No, it was an okay drama. If not Good for Jeff Bridges, yeah. it's not really worth checking. No, out. but yeah, so I'm kind of excited. Like maybe with some more performances, maybe a more interesting plot. Yeah. This will be cool. So yeah. I'm excited. We're gonna go Netflix though for Loser, right? Right. So yeah. what are we thinking? Well, let's see what we got here. We got uh, a list here. I I added uh, a couple of things to the list since the last time we had to do a bad Netflix. Cool. For what that is, let's see what they are. Uh, where's my list? And oh, again, it. now this list is getting huge. So there's other things to go. Okay, yeah, yeah. so there is the Bounty Hunter. I know you just saw. <laughs> oh, I just watched one <laughs> for what the was money. that called? Yeah, one, uh, one for, for the, the money. money. So there's that. Double up on bounty hunters. There's yeah. So that's very you know keeping in that. There's yeah, killing yeah. season with De Niro and uh, a weirdly Oof. bearded Travolta. That looks bad. Looks Travolta's bad. like Russian accent or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Yeesh. just a bunch of shit that's that we've mentioned a couple of times that's still out there. Like, did you hear about the Morgans? Mm-hmm. Uh, cop and a half. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else is on here? A thousand words. Yeah, I'm. Um, I don't know. Larson. Do you want to roll through with Bounty Hunter? Bad Bounty Hunter. I think I, I kind of like the I idea. Like, we're working only through because them. I hope you lose. <laughs> okay. I like that. I, I like the idea too, and I also think like maybe we could throw killers on that list. After yeah, this. yeah. Like there's so many of them. You yeah. know, yeah. Yeah. I'm not bad. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I'm into that. The All right. Hunter. Bounty Hunter. Bounty. Bounty. Casey is rolling for Out of the Furnace versus Bounty Hunter. Right? And for our listeners who enjoy now. the strategy of the game, yeah. I'm going half carpet, half bouncy oh. tiles. Okay. I don't know. That's going to oh, bounce all shit. over the place. I missed the... It's going super far, landing Still on six. six. Uh, Damn. I missed the carpet. Maybe that was the key. I'm not going to throw this thing as far as Casey, sure. yeah. but I'm going to roll on the bouncy tile. You guys are trying to steal my shit with this bouncy tile. Uh, I have rolled a six. Oh ah. All right. If Greg rolls lower than a six. Uh, and if I roll a six, we're all going to die. Oh, God. <laughs> I guess I'll bouncy tile, too. Why not? Greg has rolled a three. three. Well, that's half of six. Yeah, enjoy that movie. Uh, hold on. I'm not going to roll. 
Oh yeah, yeah. We'll do the roll. <laughs> so enjoy that. Yeah, Bount, yeah bounty hunter yeah, or whatever. I'll enjoy that. That's yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, we'll compare our notes. Sure. See how, <laughs> see how they they Ugh. match up. Yeah, you could probably just watch that. Uh, I'll Hoggle just listen then. to our episode or do where he talked about one for the money. Yeah. yeah. I, I heard if you put Bounty Hunter and one for the money uh, over top of each other, you'll learn about uh, the moon <laughs> landing. <laughs> so maybe do that. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. All right. So what are we going to do next? Oh, let's talk about a super helicopter. All right. Yeah. Airwolf Corner. A little Airwolf for everybody. Sweet. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I watched an episode of Airwolf called Mad Over Miami. Oh, I'm in. Now that I think about it, I don't know why it was called that. No. <laughs> well, I mean, Nobody it's obviously a play on Moon Over Miami. Yeah. Um. But the whole thing's in Cuba. I mean, I understand. Well, maybe the Cubans were super mad over something that happened in Miami. Uh-huh. Maybe they saw Invasion USA. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, this is 1984. Invasion USA hadn't come out yet. Maybe they maybe otherwise USA would have been exactly is based that. on this episode. Yeah. Um, so in this episode of Airwolf, uh, Dominic Santini is played by Ernest Borgnine. Uh, the, the episode opens with him flying out to uh, some island and a bunch of uh, Cuban radicals come out with the machine guns and stuff and point them at him and he's like let's see the guys and then they bring out these two hostages and he's like okay and he lands he gives a guy a suitcase full of money and uh, just as they're they're about to you know square away their exchange here another helicopter with guys with machine guns hanging off of it comes flying in and steals the suitcase okay and the guys are like, ah, you just, you didn't trans, you didn't do the deal. And Ernest Borgnine's like, what do you think? Well, you got robbed. I already did the thing. And they're like, nope, get out of here. And so <laughs> he leaves. And uh, while he's flying away, his helicopter has been hit with machine gun fire and is leaking fuel. And he's like, oh, no. And then we go to, you know, opening credits. Or is this just yeah. his casual helicopter? Uh, no, this is his straight up Santini Air helicopter with an American flag on it. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they have a lot of helicopters. Yeah. There's at least three I can think of that aren't Airwolf. Oh, man. Um, so then we, you know, we open on uh, Stringfellow Hawk at home in his nice little cabin, and uh, Michael Archangel and his lady assistant are there. Uh, and they're like, yeah, he went down. I don't know her name. They never say it. She, she's the one who's the dog's always checking her junk out. But Oh, so she's a lady who's an assistant. Yeah. She doesn't assist him with ladies. No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> And uh, they're like, yeah, we got a call that he went down somewhere, blah, blah, blah. These are the coordinates. And so Stringfellow Hawk's going to go try and find him. And uh, But they're like, oh, watch out. There's a hurricane. So Stringfellow Hawk's flying Airwolf through the hurricane. And then I got a little sound clip here for you. Sweet. That I uh, just thought this was delightful. Because um, they're like, oh, well, you shouldn't fly in the hurricane. And they get in touch with him over the because the hurricane's getting really bad. And they're like, uh, so where did you land? And he's like, or, or where, where are you hanging out? And he's like, 500 feet. And they're like, you're crazy. And then they, <laughs> th- this exchange goes on where he's, uh, Michael Archangel is trying to tell him to land Airwolf and wait out the storm. Sit down immediately. That's an order. Do you hear? You gotta be kidding. All right, it's not an order. It's a request. Make it a plea for sanity. No, all three. <laughs> yes, sir. That is fucking awesome. Yeah. That sounds like a sweet way to start an Iron Maiden song. Totally. I'm making a plea for sanity. No, no to all no three. To all three. Specifically, <laughs> the, the sanity. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did you say sobriety? <laughs> yeah. No to that, too. 
And so I'm, I'm like, oh, the episode's going to be like, oh, he's got to find Dominic, and he's lost somewhere, and then he lands, he finds a helicopter on a beach, lands next to it, and then there's a bar there, and Dominic's just inside with five shots of alcohol in front of him and a beer. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. He and knew, so, he knew Jan Michael Vincent was going to come by, yeah. and he was like, shit, I better, <laughs> I better load up the bar. This guy does not like and to so, see. yeah, string full of sits down and starts drinking with them. Yeah. And then uh, some uh, local local Cubans come in with machine guns, and they're like, you didn't save those guys. And they take them back to this house, and they're like, you stole the money. And Ernest Borgman's like, no, they were my friends. Uh, just before uh, I was involved in a mission with them. Um, it was like kind of a, like it turned out to be like a setup for the Bay of Pigs, Ooh. and uh, and I was like, oh, can they really throw like some interesting stuff in here that I'm kind of interested, like the espionage or you know uh, historical or like actual like historical, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> things of major significance. And uh, I'm like, what well, again? And uh, but they're like, no, we don't believe you. And he's like, no, those those men are my friends. They're some of the bravest men I've ever known. I'm trying to get them home too. And then one woman's like, that's my dad out there, and blah, blah, blah. And so then it just forever, it's just like they got to figure, oh, and they, they raised the $2 million by getting just all these poor people just chipped in and raised money. And it turns out that they only raised $1 million, and then the guy, the dad, the, like the patriarch of this family that's trying to get somebody back, borrowed another million from local gangsters. And so they're in trouble with that. I'm like, okay, that's a not bad setup too. But then it's just like... They, because they find out that Michael Archangel has sold a bunch of arms to the guys who stole the money. Well, they don't know this yet, but sorry. Uh, so it's just, you know the Cuban radicals with bazookas and stuff like that. And uh, my Stringfellow Hawk finds out about it and just bribes Michael Archangel for three million dollars to go get the hostages back. And this is basically all that happens. Then he's got the money, and they go get the guys back, and they. Make the they make the uh, the Cuban radicals put their hands up. <laughs> There's a couple of At things which that point now they've learned their lesson. And always, they're free to things go? that always happen in an episode of Airwolf are because they're like, oh shit, yeah, we got to do the helicopter stuff. Yeah, uh, is the, well, the helicopter makes people put their hands up. Also, somebody always fires a bazooka <laughs> or another jet or something will fire a missile at. Airwolf, and you immediately go to missile cam. There's like a, it's a missile. Yeah. yeah. You're following the missile, and it's like a sh- side shot of it. Like, look at this missile. And then you're like, you're the missile. Oh, you? shit. Yeah. Chasing Airwolf. And the music, though, is pretty dope. But Airwolf <laughs> does the same thing every time, like, you know, shoot the fire flares or whatever. And then the missile blows up. And then they, another missile, it's always heat seeking missiles, chases Airwolf in circles. And then Airwolf flies past the, the either the person or the ship that launched it in the first place, and it blows them up. Yeah. yeah. It's you, a good move. It's you, a pretty good move. And I got to say, every time it happens, I'm like, yeah, missile cam! <laughs> you, I'm a missile! Uh, pretty good. You, you've left me hanging, though, with those people that have their hands in the air, and I'm wondering whether or not they care. <laughs> They've been emasculated. Don't worry. <laughs> well, they don't wave, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they save the, the, the hostages. They bring them home. I don't know what happens with the money. I don't remember. This is a pretty boring episode. But I, what I did like was at the end is they, then they're back at the bar. And Dominic and Stringfellow were sitting at the bar, and he's like, Hey, Stringfellow, did I ever thank you for coming to find me in that hurricane? No, no, you didn't. Did I ever thank you for helping me get the money to save those guys? No, no, you didn't. Ah, well, three more rounds. <laughs> I'm like, yep. <laughs> That's what you need is three rounds of five yeah. shots each. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's them, and he's like, uh, what, what does he say? 
something about the money, like the money that they've got. And they're like, well, you can't, uh, you can't take it with you. And they're drinking booze. And the next shot is Airwolf flying over the ocean. And I'm like, are they, are they, dr- <laughs> <laughs> drunk flying, drunk flying Airwolf? Airwolf? And then it's a freeze frame on it. Like, dun, dun. who knows if they crashed? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Airwolf is such a sophisticated thing. I feel like it's probably got anti, like, like it's, yeah. the, the, you press a button and it flies into it for a you to start it. Yeah. <laughs> or, or it's just got auto pilot it's like i know yeah. the person that usually flies me is pretty <laughs> yeah, this guy's in, usually yeah. hammered <laughs> so it has like an auto thing it's like let him believe he's flying me <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't know i feel like i mean this is 10 episodes i've watched now and i feel like they're really don't know what to do with a helicopter anymore. yeah yeah, yeah they're running like, at a oh, helicopter man. based crime yeah <laughs> i feel like eventually there'll be a a lot more plots where it's like, where's Airwolf? We gotta find it. Yeah, I think we're gonna get to that. Also, like, I know things change as the show goes along. I don't know when it happens, but the the, uh, the, the studio thought the show was a little too espionage based and wanted it to be a little more central in action. So I think it starts to get more like less dialogue and all these moments that are making the show good for me and yeah. where you know, I'm like, wow, that was actually good writing or good performances or ideas. I think those are going to get milked out of this and I'm just going to wind up with like a, you know, pale a team because they, they, they ended up adding some characters and then they all have unified. Anyway. Yeah. I'm we'll not sure that. if that's in season two or three, but it's coming. Yeah. And I'll let you know. Sweet. That's Airwolf Corner. Well, uh, go. let's go straight from Airwolf Corner. Let's walk down the street to Hero. hero oh, Serial. Hey, yeah. I almost said Herial. <laughs> Wait, is there even a solid name for that? Serial Hero Swap. Every single time. Is it? I don't know. I feel that's like that's week. what we could call it. Serial Hero Swap. Breakfast Mascot Massacre. Yeah, Breakfast I like that. swap yeah. So uh, if you're listening Mascot-a-ster. for the first time, uh, we spent the better part of the first year of See You Next Wednesday pitting action heroes against each other until we found a winner. Yeah. And uh, in the meantime, we've been doing that with serial mascots. Right. Yeah. So that's true. That's what we've been doing. Yeah. We we're grown-ups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're all adults. Yeah. So this uh, week we yeah. got... This week we the have Lucky, Charms, uh, Lucky the Leprechaun from Lucky yeah. Charms and Sonny the Cuckoo Bird. Uh, he's Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Cocoa Puffs. Yeah, Cocoa yeah. Puffs. That's what he's Cuckoo um, for. So we're going to roll so the die see, and see yeah, what they have. he has in terms of weapons. Ooh. Six. What is the six? Six is the chainsaw. Ooh. Biggest weapon you can yeah, get, but biggest. it only the works sometimes. Sometimes working. Not always. Yeah. Not always working. And and then Sonny the Cuckoo Bird, the crazy guy, the... Wild card. card in this whole thing. He got, he's got nothing. Oh, okay. Right. Except for his explosive behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I remember most about those commercials was he was freaking out like a psycho junkie chasing yeah. these kids around for their cereal. They yeah. Would, he, and he would get it and he'd eat some. Yeah! <laughs> he or the cereal or the kids would explode. <laughs> <laughs> I remember during Sweeps Week, it was all three. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, so, he didn't explode exactly. But there was an explosion. There was a big explosion, and then he would come floating down from the sky. Yeah. So, like, I guess... In, like, a po- post-coital sort of Yeah, calmness. yeah, like, like <laughs> real satisfied and sleepy. Um, yeah, that's what would happen. He would... Oh, that's what it was. He would eat the Cocoa Puffs and have a giant orgasm that would propel him into the air. Yeah, so uh, if you don't know, he's, uh, just for a visual, he's kind of an orange bird. Yeah. Sometimes, he's got kind of like a 
tuft of, of feathers on his head that kind of yep. make that are all over the place, make him look kind of kind of whacked out, kind of yeah, crazy. And his crazy. eyeballs have sort of like the rings around them, uh, like an addict. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's definitely like him and the Trix Rabbit are definitely the most like crazy junkie like yeah. of of all these characters. And I think he's really the out of control junkie one. Yeah. Who's who's Sunny? Was there Sunny? He's Sunny. He is Sunny. Sunny the Cuckoo Bird. Sunny the Cuckoo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so let's talk a little bit about the leprechaun. The leprechaun, he's a, I don't know, he's a little leprechaun. Yeah. What do he's you guys? The one, now, he's, he's a little different. He's the one who has the cereal and he doesn't want the kids to have it. Yeah. yeah much like the pretense of like the pot of gold where, yeah, where yeah, yeah. the, the yeah. leprechaun has to hide his pot of gold or else people can steal it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, the, But he yeah. is a very jovial character. I would argue a little bit more jovial looking than the cuckoo bird. He he's keeping you from cereal, but he does he or does he lead them? No, he's no, he tries to away. keep. Okay, they're always after me, Lucky Charles. All right, yeah. So and they always get them. Yeah. So he's terrible at keeping his cereal. Well, I mean yeah. that's that's to say about all almost all like I feel like all the commercials end with the kids eating, right? I feel well, like there's... yeah, but this is the one where the mascot is like, "Don't eat this. Yeah, <laughs> this is mine. Yeah, yeah." Oh, yeah, I guess Trix is just trying to get them. He, he doesn't wants to want take them. it away yeah. from the children. But he's not telling Tony them. Tony the Tiger wants you to eat it. You know. Yeah, le- uh, the leprechaun's like, this is how this I make is, my this money. This is mine. <laughs> I live. This is my currency <laughs> that you're eating. <laughs> That's my retirement cereal. Yeah. Uh, all right, so they're in the Thunderdome. Uh, who has the, the chainsaw? Leprechaun has the chainsaw. Leprechaun has the chainsaw. He's like, fuck you. You're not getting my lucky charms to this yeah. guy. Because he doesn't know what the cuckoo bird's all about. And, no, and that cuckoo, the cuckoo bird, bird is, is like, all about eating cereal. Yeah. yeah. And he's, he's crazy probably, and aggressive. And yeah. you think and I think he's fucking real strung out at this point. Yeah, yeah. because, I mean, you think he's not going to be... If he's if he hasn't been eating cereal for a while, he doesn't care if it's Cocoa Puffs. He sees Leprechaun. No, just, he just needs some a, sugary... Even if it's yeah. got tiny chalky little faux marshmallows yeah. <laughs> that are not real marshmallows. And he's like, I need that shit right Yeah, now. he's just like, fuck it. Yeah, well, basically like any other cereals, like methadone. Yeah, cereal, I was right? just gonna like, say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, All right, so we gotta, we gotta roll to see if this uh, chainsaw if works, chainsaw right? chainsaw is going to work or not for this little leprechaun. Okay. <laughs> so, for this plucky little for this, leprechaun. Yeah. One through three, it does, it does not... Four through six, it does. Oh, more of a chance it does. Gotcha. All right. The it's six, working. That thing it works. works. So Leprechaun's right. just fucking, he's got this thing going, and it is, he's swinging it to keep yeah, him away. Yeah, well, now this worries it. me. Um, because at the end of the day, no matter how tiny a Leprechaun he is, he's lucid, right? Yeah. Like, he's very, he has all of his wits about him. Yep. And if we're presupposing that Sonny the Cuckoo bird <laughs> i don't know why that was the part that no you idea. stumbled upon cuckoo flyer um, but he's he's all strung out mm-hmm. like yeah. he hasn't had his cocoa puffs in a while yeah. so he's super strung out he wants that cereal uh-huh but he's not thinking clearly no but That's i also true. think that they're like because i think you, what you're leading into is that any lucid person with a chainsaw would be better versus the person who's strung out that's probably just going to dive at it. Yeah. But I also think there's something to be said about the craziness of, of the person that's strung out in terms of being wily and escaping yeah. maybe And I think what... we have a massive size difference here, yeah. too, between the leprechaun and the giant Oh, yeah. Let's bird. talk about the, the, the size difference between leprechaun and the chainsaw. Yeah, Does yeah. the chainsaw tra- yeah. shrink down? Yeah. Well, we've always either, said like, the chainsaw... It's one only... of two things here. Either he's got a full-size chainsaw and he's the size of like a coffee cup yeah. or whatever. 
which isn't going to work for him, or right. it's the tiniest chainsaw in the world, right. which then is less of a threat. What do you guys think? Um, Let's roll. All right. <laughs> oh, all right. One, two, and three. It's too big. Four, five, it's, and it's six. It's regular size. Four, regular five, six, it, it fits to the yeah. uh, character. It fits it's to his size. size. Okay, right. so it's a tiny little... Tiny, tiny... Well, okay, if he's the size of a coffee cup, right? Is, if, that, is that what we're saying? I'm, I think he's maybe more Smurf size. Three apples Three apples high. tall. Yeah. Um, so this thing is probably... So he's about like this. ...size of a butter knife. <laughs> he's about like this, Casey says on a podcast. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm showing you guys, hoping that you would explain what this looks like. Um, well, you just held your hand out. Yeah. So, you to did, my knee. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, you didn't say my knee. <laughs> Uh, he's just like this. Look how calm I am. Yeah, <laughs> my he's fingers like aren't even moving. He's not shaking at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, he's about three apples tall. Yeah. So, okay. So then, if the if the I chainsaw like fits to his size, it's like the size of a butter. It's knife. about a ba- Yeah, it's about yeah. a dagger size. Yeah. So he's gonna get. He, he could get some. Uh, There's some damage some good to be done. Slicing because the cuckoo bird, I would say, then is like the size of a, a man. Yeah. <laughs> The cuckoo bird. Yeah. <laughs> so I think he. I think the cuckoo bird is coming over, and the size difference allows uh, the leprechaun to maybe get a couple good slices in with this chainsaw. But I yeah. feel like the chainsaw is hitting the ground. He's like he's. I don't think he's going to use the chainsaw to win this. I, I think, think what he needs to do if he's smart with that chainsaw, like okay, so he's very tiny. Uh, Sonny the cuckoo. Puffs bird, Coco, Cuckoo Bird. You fucking cannot say that. Sonny the Cuckoo Cuckoo. It's like me with every other word. Cuckoo Puffs. Right. That's my Achilles heel, which is where I'm going with this. So he's got to hobble that bird. Yeah. yeah. I figure he's going for the Achilles, Achilles tendon if he's right. going to do anything with that yeah. fucking But he is then a bird. He can still fly around. Yeah. Absolutely. But I mean, but yeah, it's gonna he's hurt. going for Screw what he's going to go for. Yeah. Like yeah, he's yeah. he's got to do something. Okay. So let's say he does that. Yeah. Wait, so, does the bird fly? Huh? He's I a bird. Like I see him fly. I see him explode. <laughs> I think he's a bird. I think he has that. Uh, it's in the name. Yeah. What kind of bird? There are flightless birds. This is true. Unless you can prove that he is a flightless bird, I say we has he's able to fly. I feel like I he's feel flown. Like he's flying. Yeah. So let's say he gets his like Achilles heel, right uh, which causes. You feel like that, or like you I, are. Yeah, he gets yeah, the Achilles the heel. Cuckoo bird takes flight. Okay. Uh, I think he's he's up at the top, kind of regaining himself. He's kind of been sobered up a little by the fact that he just got sliced in the heel. And uh, Leprechaun, I feel like we in their past matches, we only allowed the, uh, the, chainsaw, the chainsaw to work. work for a bit. Yeah. So yeah. let's say the chainsaw falls, knocks itself out. No more chainsaw. Right. Birds flying above him. I feel like the bird's going for a uh, like a tactile swoop or com- coming down like on le- Leprechaun hard. Right. I think he sees it, this as an opportunity to maybe bomb him from the sky. Right. Yeah. With yeah. his own weight. Yeah. Okay. What I think so, but he's still like just, he's in a mad yeah. junkie rage now. Like he's really freaking out. He needs something. Yeah. And the, the, the leprechaun doesn't have any cereal on him. Yeah. So I think he's going to come down in a rage, kind of smashing up the poor little leprechaun. Yeah. His body's going to be all broken now. And then he's going to he's gonna pick him up and like rub him on his teeth like. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like cocaine? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Just smash him in there. <laughs> so he mashes like keep in mind by the way that if this leprechaun is three apples tall the bird's got a really big beak uh that's true yeah but you're saying he around. mashes he's gonna, what essentially what is essentially about maybe what three quarters of a foot i yeah, i yeah, yeah. i understand where you're going with this but he could still like 
bash the leprechaun a few times use like his entire body for that i mean i don't imagine him coming like powdering the entire body (laughs) yeah (laughs) like he could just like do the action with a corpse yeah Okay, so what he does is he dive bombs a leprechaun <laughs> and, um, like, dive bombs his whole body into the leprechaun, yeah, crushing the leprechaun's bones. Yes. Um, and now is the leprechaun dead at this point, or does he full- further humiliate him by rubbing him on his gums? Yeah, I don't think he's dead yet. Uh, part two of that question. So he's not wrong with you. <laughs> All right, I'm going with this. He's not dead. He's oh, this been, is the reality of the situation. He's been rubbed on uh, the co- uh, cuckoo puffs gums. Yeah, ala cocaine. Even though he's just a mangled up corpse, yeah. not quite dead yet. Now, now, how does this end? I I see no coming back for the leprechaun. <laughs> no, he's in bed. We're just, no, I'm we're pretty th- sure he's dead. We're we're discussing what the final blow is going to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, what, do you, what do we think? I think the final blow is him <laughs> scraping against bird teeth. <laughs> do birds have teeth? Birds don't I even got have it. teeth. I got it. So he uses the mangled corpse to get a little bit on his gums because he thinks he's uh, using it like a drug addict. Yeah. Then he's got this <laughs> leprechaun corpse. Uh, I say he delivers the death blow with his wing, just kind of like pounds it. Okay. Pops open the uh, the skull a bit. Yeah. A la a spoon, like kind of uh-huh. carves out a little, oh, okay. a little spoon kind of utensil, and then goes to town on some Lucky Charms. Oh, see are what they, I was are they inside him? The lucky using charms? him, yeah, like he's using his, oh, okay. fa- his cave so in then, face as a spoon, just for my own satisfaction. So he caves his face in to use a, excuse me, like a spoon, yeah, as you would, yeah. Um, but then can can he perforate the stomach like like w- down the middle here, like, <laughs> like, like the little box like those tiny boxes yeah. opens it up but then why but then i i see he's the, cuckoo the legit okay I, yeah. <laughs> he's fucking cuckoo if he just created Carmen. a spoon with this guy's face why would he is he ripping the head off? Yeah, he takes the, the, the head off. He rips okay. the head off. With the spinal cord, much yeah. like Predator. So okay. Because right. for a second, I was not going to buy it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, now that it's been laid out for me logistically. Yeah. I, I love that because, yeah, he, he does. He, he gets a little like... Yeah, like he perforates the stomach. Like pops it open, the center. gets the guts out, pours in the cereal, rips yeah. out the head like a spoon with the spine as the handle, yeah. caved in face. Fucking goes to town on some lucky charms. It's like Saturday morning in hell. (laughs) I'm in. Um, I'm surprised that he was full of lucky charms. (laughs) No, well, he he, he takes it out in my mind and goes over to the pot of gold and pours them in. Oh, okay. So he actually does go and get... So he uses the leprechaun as a bowl. Like a bowl and spoon. Oh, he's so fucking crazy. He's like, I need to eat this now. I can't just fucking eat it like a animal with my paw like, with my <laughs> that wing. would be disgusting so <laughs> i have to rip out the entrails from yep. this tiny leprechaun and, and fill him with magically delicious how am i gonna eat charms. it i'll crush his face with the absolutely well that's how i yeah, would do you it you thought Greg was dark in that one <laughs> <laughs> well he is crazy yeah right. like i like how this ended yeah well yeah, i'm satisfied a fitting in for a cuckoo Bird. Mascot. It's yeah. not the end of him. I know, but he I mean, a fitting on. finale for yeah, someone that not around too. For outrageous. someone that cuckoo. All right, I feel like he's going far with that kind of aggression. <laughs> if he's willing to turn your face into a spoon and your stomach into just a to bowl, get his fix. Yeah, yeah. This guy's getting it done. We, our listeners are like, oh my god. <laughs> All right. Next, this is a weird one. I don't even know how we will logistically discuss this one. Next week, it's the Raisin Brand Sun. 
versus oh. the mini weeds guy. Awesome. <laughs> oh, we did include the mini weeds guy. Yeah. Okay. Good. Like the little mini wheat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. So we're saying a giant gaseous flaming ball versus a <laughs> tiny dry piece Easily of wheat. Burnable. Who sings and dances? <laughs> he does. He does sing and dance, and yeah. his back is candied. Yeah. So. I see a very, I see in my, like, I'm not calling it, but I see a very slow death for the, uh, <laughs> I see a very slow, fiery death for this mini-weed. I don't see it being slow at all. I no. see the sun getting within 150,000 miles. No, I think he stays not. away just enough to start the burn. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, out. yeah. Well, I the guess if they're in a... Thunderdome, he's probably just going to poof up instantly. <laughs> anyway, we'll get to that next week. <laughs> we'll get to the logistics of this. I got theories. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Uh, you can find us online at facebook.com slash S-Y-N-W-P-C, or you can go to twitter.com and follow us there at S-Y-N-W-P-C. Mm-hmm. And above all, you can go to modernsuperior.com, read all of our articles, listen to new episodes of Faculty of Horror. We got Time Bandits coming out on Friday, talking about some good stuff. Monkey Shines is crazy. Gonna want to listen to that one. Yeah. So uh, that's about it. Yeah. Until next good. week, we will see you next Wednesday. Did I leave it out? Did I? I, I did leave out the Trisket biscuit thing, didn't I? I, I don't know. So. Let's all try it together. You want to try it with me? I I, I need the lyrics. I you need the lyrics. Yeah. All right, I'll give you some lyrics. How am I meant to? How am I meant to remember it? I can't, yeah. I'm not Tom Hanks. I'm okay. not Tom Hanks. I know. I can't believe he still can do it. Just like and he does it awesome too. Yeah, I know. Well, he's Tom Hanks. He's the best. Yeah. Let's, if you haven't okay. seen the video of him doing that, lyrics for you. Go do that. Here you go. All right. Okay. I'm just going to let Casey. I can't do I can't remember shit, the man. cadence. So. Okay. Yeah, hold on. You ready? No, I can't see. Okay. Okay. The space, space goes down, down, baby. Down, down the roller coaster. Sweet, sweet, baby. Sweet, sweet. Don't let me go. Shimmy, shimmy, cocoa pop. Shimmy, shimmy, rock. Shimmy, shimmy, cocoa pop. Shimmy, shimmy, rock. I met a girlfriend, a Trisket. She said Trisket, a biscuit. Ice cream, soda, pop, vanilla on the top. Ooh, Shalita, walking down the street. Ten times a week. I meant it. I said it. I stole my mama's credit. I'm cool. I'm hot. Suck you in the stomach three more times. Three more times. Three more times. Three more times. There we yeah. go. Goodbye, I feel better about that. Internet. There's, yeah. a ghost. <laughs> There's a ghost in safe haven. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.